1: I am pumped for tonight. We're going to the Steelers game. Like always. I mean, we can't have the Steelers come to town
0: and not go, can we? It's just... We say come to town as if they're not based in Pittsburgh and we're not living <laughs> 10 minutes from the stadium. Well, yes. but I'm, uh, yeah, It's too close to us. We really need to move our
1: butts into the suburbs where we are not close to the stadium. So we're not tempted to go. Yeah, we thought moving, though, like 10 minutes away was going to stop us because now we're a 10 minute drive. We used to be a 10 minute walk. Was that like, was troublesome. That was but We're we going have, to more games now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We went to every home game now, and we will be going to next week's home game as well. Whoops. Whoopsies.
0: It's gonna be so much fun. I'm so excited. We usually get tickets in like the upper end zone. That's our like our preferred section. We actually like
1: the upper end zone. I feel like it gives you a nice vantage point. Yeah, I like it. A lot of people don't like it, but I it's, it's almost like a Madden view. I absolutely love it. But tonight we're sitting sidelines in the one hundreds. In the one hundreds, row J. Yeah. Yeah, just behind
0: the Steelers bench, baby.
1: We can afford this
0: tonight because I might, it's the Dolphins and seats are so cheap. So I'm cheap. I'm pretty sure scalpers will be outside of the stadium. Giving away free tickets.
1: Well, I learned Monday Night Football is also just really cheap in general because apparently people don't want to be tired on Tuesday morning, which makes a lot of sense because I'm already dreading that part.
0: I don't care. I'm not an adult yet. You cannot make me. I'm so excited. We just wrapped up week eight of Fantasy Football. Good Lord, the season is fine. This means we are officially halfway through the season, assuming you make it.
1: All the to way your championship. to championship, yeah, make it all the way to your championship. We only have nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, five more weeks left. Wow, I had to count that on my hands as yes. a general reminder. I did used to be a math teacher, and I had to count that on my hand. To be fair, marketing is your trade, yeah,
0: so yeah. It, cut yourself some slack there. So that means that literally, I like, I just want to stress to anybody listening to this episode that your year is not over. I am four and four in some leagues, and guess what? I'm not giving up. Well, I that's like,
1: actually a pretty decent record.
0: No, but I feel like even if uh, someone's three and four, like mm-hmm. your your season is not over yet. You're this absolutely the, fine. Yeah, this is the prime spot to win your leagues, actually, because this is where people get a little tired. They're paying less attention. They're not as privy to the waiver. So, like, take advantage of all of your lazy league mates. And, if you're
1: two and six right now, like yeah. after tonight, if you're two and six and you win out, you are then seven and six, and I bet you that makes it to your playoffs. I mean, and that like you could have four teams make it to play playoffs in a 12 team league. That's a little bit harder, but if six teams six teams make it, or if you're in a smaller league, like come on, you'll make yeah. it a seven and six. And
0: as a reminder, your your league depends on also your league mates' records. So your record might suck, but I'm in some leagues that the best record, I don't know how, is five and three at this point.
1: Like, yeah. you can bounce back
0: from that. They they could lose out and you could win out.
1: And it's, it's hard to be dominant in a in a league that's competitive. It really is. If everyone's trying, if everyone is trying, it doesn't even mean they have to know their stuff, but if they're playing the waivers or doing trades or oh, they're involved, year. they, you you have a chance to win. A lot of it comes down to luck. So if you're involved, then you're probably, your league, no, no one ahead. in your league is going to be 8-0 at this point.
0: Yeah. And you know what, the... The funny thing is, like, even if you're out, God, keep playing. Spoil games for people. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. We had so many people just wreck <laughs> Wait,
1: our league. Hold last on. Year. I'm in only one league where I have a terrible record. It's our listener league. I've brought this up. Our listener league, the people in it must be like, why do we listen to her? Because I am, one in, I am one in seven. The last two weeks before this week, I lost by less than one point, which was infuriating. And, but this week, it just got my butt kicked. My team is really bad, okay? But I just went, and I picked up Kareem Hunt last week, because you know what? No, someone else is Forget not getting y'all. them for the playoff week, the playoff run. Forget y'all. I'm stealing them, and I'm ruining your little burst of happiness.
0: Yeah, I love it. Be savage. But yeah, I savage. probably
1: don't have a chance to make it No, to the you do not league. have a chance. <laughs> All right, should we get into the news? I think we babbled on long enough. Let's do it. Is babble the word? It is a word. Nice. We babbled. Nice. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> okay. This just in. Breaking news. Breaking news.
0: Lots of news coming out of Arizona this week. We've got David Johnson, who's day-to-day. He was officially out for week eight with an ankle injury. He's been banged up. He had the back injury, then the ankle. Yeah, Cliff quote-unquote played.
1: Cliff uh Kingsbury, sorry there. Is saying he's day-to-day, right? I don't think he plays this Thursday. They have a Thursday night game. And why don't we know anything about this ankle, ankle. injury? What is it? Is it The great it? ankle injury of twenty nineteen? We've no idea. I've never gotten such little information. Is it a high ankle sprain? Is it just a, a normal low ankle sprain? What is it? They're so secretive about it. How is yeah, it? Like, we got I don't MRI
0: reports. On Adrian Peterson and he played on a short week so it's kind of weird that the ankle injury has lingered this long he was out he was questionable for one game got one snap it's it's just very ambiguous and then you have Chase Edmonds who rocked it tweaked his hamstring this weekend and now he is likely out for a few
1: weeks but you know what that
0: means it's Kenyon Drake season!
1: People might be very confused right now if they don't know about the news. Kenyon Drake was just traded to the Arizona Cardinals today, which is Monday, the 28th of October.
0: Unexpected.
1: I feel like people are more like surprised than they should be. Especially with the Edmonds hamstring injury. So you said rocked it. You meant rocked it a couple weeks ago because this week he totally bombed it well, for yeah, you. Yeah,
0: he tweaked the hamstring. He yeah. exited early. Didn't do much.
1: Yeah, he wasn't doing much before that. At all. Yeah. And now he has a hamstring injury. He's likely to be out a few weeks, they're saying. Like, it's not just a a light hamstring injury. It's pretty serious. So they brought in Kenyon Drake now. They're giving up a conditional fifth-round pick. Uh, He's going to play Thursday against San Fran. He's going to be the starter, most likely.
0: He might get as many touches in this game on Thursday as he has all year long in Miami. He has not been used. He's been seeing, I think, 10 total touches per game which is crazy, because in 2018, every time this dude touched the ball,
1: it seemed like it went for a touchdown. It's going to be interesting, because the matchup kind of sucks. I mean, yes, Christian McCaffrey just went off on San Fran, but the matchup pretty He's Christian sucks. McCaffrey. Though. Yeah, and he still had a... For a Christian McCaffrey, that was kind of a low game for him. Like, <laughs> they kind of kept him to low yardage, um, which is insane, because... He had like 150 total yards still. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey sucks. (laughs) This is your by-low window. So, Kenny Drake joins the team. When can he get out to Arizona from Miami? Today, I guess, and start practicing tomorrow. Have two days. It's a Thursday night game. I don't really want to start Kenny Drake.
0: No, I mean, you're on a a very short. Like It it would be crazy to even see him get a, a decent workload if the game was Sunday. Let alone Thursday
1: night. Yeah. Zach Zenner they signed last week. Alfred Morris. They I could assume all this get has carries. to be a home game. Uh, I actually don't know. It could be in San Fran. I feel like San Fran's had a lot of home games lately, so probably in Arizona. It has to be in Arizona because I can't imagine that they would have
0: enough time in their lives to get him all the way from Miami out to Arizona and then to travel him out to San Fran. That doesn't seem to make sense to me.
1: It has to be It's It's in Arizona. In Arizona. I just looked it up. I just I'm not excited about playing him. If you're absolutely desperate, then of course, because maybe you can go pick him up. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but R.I.P. Chase Edmonds. Right at first, when I heard the news, I was like, well, this must mean David Johnson's injury is actually serious, and there's uh he's gonna miss a few more games, or he's gonna be put on I.R. and then soon after it's he's day to day. And Chase Edmonds is the one that's going to miss a few weeks, but when Edmonds does come back, and you have Kenyon Drake there, it's confusing. Where who can catch the ball just like Chase Edmonds, and is Kenyon Drake is that guy who spells lead backs, right? So I don't know. I don't know to if you can fair, hold on to Edmonds throughout this time now. Like I think he's a drop.
0: I think he's a drop, but I also don't think that, uh, like I, I can easily picture it being the Kenyon Drake uh, show. If but say like David Johnson comes back, he's fully healthy. It's not like we were seeing Chase Edmonds get a lot of work before the injury. Yeah. So I don't think that either of these guys are going to be long term assets. If you're really truly calling David Johnson day to day, if he does play, then I think Kenyon Drake's role is an ancillary
1: role. He is. I think Kenyon Drake could hurt David Johnson because David Johnson's only been pr- producing through the air. That's it. He's been really bad on the ground, like really bad. So if Kenya Drake takes some targets away, takes some snaps away, he's using the passing game, David Johnson's value is going to plummet. Yeah. But and also their schedule is just terrible. I mean, we've been saying sell David Johnson a few weeks ago cuz we we're looking ahead to their schedule. They play Sanchez. San Fran, yeah. they play Tampa Bay, they play the Eagles. Like they play some tough matchups on the ground. Yeah. Not looking forward to it. So uh, we'll talk more about you Drake a little bit later, though, in our waiver section. Yeah. The Denver news. We have yeah. some Denver news today. Joe Flacco, which doesn't really matter about Joe Flacco himself, but he's out with a neck injury. He's going to miss um, some time. He could even be possibly put on IR, I Which saw. is
0: absolutely... I don't even think anybody... Knew he was injured. So A lot was, of
1: people think he's not really injured, but because he made some comments towards the game plan and the game calls.
0: Yeah, that's, I, I think I uh, can't remember my exact words. I tweeted that uh, he is out uh, listed with opening up a can of whoop-ass <laughs> on the play callers for Sunday's game. He did not like the game plan, and he did not hold back when questioned by reporters after the game really interesting to see it. Like, I feel like we've looked at Joe Flacco as a guy who just does not care. And we've sort of been like, poking him with a stick being like, dude, you hear you live. And he really showed some fire and some energy in that post game press conference. So really interesting to see I if he's put on IR. I mean, you obviously
1: assume that the Demo Denver Broncos are done. They're already done. But Brandon Allen, Sanders. Uh, backup quarterback Brandon Allen, is going to start. You probably have no idea who he is because I nope. did not either. I had to Google him. He was drafted in 2016, round six, pick 201. He went to Arkansas, never heard of this man in my life, but we don't watch college football, so maybe that's why. Curious, um, though,
0: this how is, many picks have the Broncos spent on quarterbacks in the last three years?
1: They actually didn't pick him because oh. he. this is his third team. Uh, he was dra- <laughs> third team in three years. He was drafted by Jacksonville. They let him go. I mean, Jacksonville's just been really steady at the quarterback position. It makes sense why they didn't need a quarterback. (laughs) He then went to the Rams, which does make a little bit more sense why he didn't stick there. Now he's with the Broncos. Let's see what happens. There was some news that C.J. Butthard might be traded to, I mean, there's been rumors that teams have been interested in trading for him. Who wouldn't be? Denver, I know, right? Denver could definitely be interested in him, and I could see that happening. Drew Locke. It's still not ready to play with his injury. Was,
0: he's was. he been practicing, though, for I think at least two weeks. You have to wonder what his timetable is. Yeah. And, well, well he has to
1: not only get healthy in that, but ready.
0: Like, ready to play. Like, like in but his at, mind. At what point, it, like, do you consider him ready?
1: Like, do you... Do you throw him out this year? Because he might get ruined. He might he, get ruined. That offensive line is terrible. The pieces aren't great. They just sold away their best wide receiver. I mean, speaking of wide receivers, bye-bye, Cortland Sutton. Oh, good luck. Lo- re- one of the wide
0: receiver ones on the season. I think yeah. we talked about this last week. It is a matter of time. We said sell last week. Bye. Yeah, we did. And this is this is the moment where, I, I hope he did, somebody in one of our leagues actually just sold Cortland Sutton for Adam Thielen absolute craziness I am so jealous of that trade he was trying to offer me Cortland Sutton and I was the one that smacked him back into place and said absolutely not I'm not paying wide receiver one money well you end up
1: getting a better one so he did congrats yeah Darius Geis knee injury I was not expecting him back this fast but he's on track to suit up week 11 very interesting look for him on your waivers he's probably a good stash anytime you can get a, a starting running back this late in the season you got to go for it oh yeah Trent Williams is now, he could now be traded from the Washington Redskins. They held on to him all year.
0: Very weird for no that reason. this is the moment that they decide to trade him.
1: Yep. One day before the
0: trade deadline.
1: Yeah. So, cool. Uh, This would be massive for Cleveland. That's the only reason I bring it up. It'd be massive for a lot of other teams, but we're Cleveland fans, so that's why I'm talking about that. This would be huge for Cleveland, Baker, and OBJ. It would help them all out. Absolutely. Um, Hollywood Brown is on track to return this week, which is big for them because they're playing the Patriots. They're going to need every weapon they have. Absolutely. Uh, But it, it... if he's, I mean, I don't play I him I don't want week. to play him against no. the Patriots. But he's exciting piece to have on your bench. Just hold him for one more week. I don't want to play him against and the Patriots.
0: And if he comes back, poops on somebody else's team, go
1: trade for him. Yeah, absolutely. Cam Newton's not going to play Sunday. He's still rehabbing. Which have I'm we... actually surprised about after Kyle Allen's disastrous play. But we all expected that against San Fran, so maybe Carolina did as well. Have we ended the quarterback controversy? Yes. I mean, it. it there was never a controversy. Stop. 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 Miles (laughs) Sanders' shoulder is fine. He's not going to miss time for the Eagles. And Deshaun Jackson is expected to start practicing again this week, finally. And that's huge for that offense and Carson Wentz. Yeah, he
0: was uh, absolutely phenomenal. Game one, came out and balled 100 plus yards. Uh, They need a deep weapon like that to open up that offense. Um, I really think that He's going to be a big part of that Eagles offense moving forward if he can get fully healthy. And as a reminder, he had over 100 yards. There have been reports all offseason. It was literally just Twitter was Deshaun Jackson, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, Deshaun Jackson, they were rumored to have a tremendous connection, came out and showed it in week one. Would love to have him on my bench
1: yep and that's someone we we're going to talk about waivers a little bit later i did not add him to that section but go look for him i mean people could have dropped him by now i'm sure people dropped you, him by now if you don't have an ir spot you probably did have to drop him go pick him up if he's out there because he's always can be electric yeah all right let's get into our main segment today buy or sell we're going to talk about some guys that had good games some bad games what to do with them would you buy them would you sell them <laughs>
0: Michelle, who's up first on our buy-sell segment today?
1: Well, I'm going to go with the guy who was the running back one on the week so far until, you know, James Conner plays tonight. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, probably not. I don't want to jinx it. I just jinxed it. I'm knocking on one. One, two, three. Was that one, two, three? There yep. we go. You got it. Aaron Jones, baby. Oh, wow. my gosh. I love this guy. I've been trying to buy him everywhere. I was successful In some places last week, some places, you know, people were smart and held on to him. Not going to be able to buy him this week. Nope, nope. You're definitely going to buy him if you can. Like, I'm going to see what the cost is. I'm not selling him. So if I own him, I'm not. I mean, of course, if you get an insane offer, you always got to sell, but... Like, I'm not looking at this game and being like, ooh, he finally had a good game, I'm going to go south. Like, no, this dude is awesome. He's going to remain awesome. He is on pace for 1,642 yards and 22 touchdowns. Good God. Which you might say, like, well, the touchdowns have to slow down, right? And yes, they probably will slow down if we think rationally. But, like, Jamal Williams... Who wants to do that? What'd you say? Who wants to do that? I know, who wants us to think rationally? Please, that's... This boring. We're dreamers. Jamal Williams, though, last night, he stole two touchdowns from Aaron Jones, and Aaron Jones still got two. Yeah. So it's like, does it have to slow down? The difference seems to be their dedication
0: of the run game. I think we just never saw with McCarthy that they ran the ball reliably. It was all Aaron Rodgers. I think they've been able to strike a balance this season between letting Aaron Rodgers ball out,
1: make big plays, while also staying steady with the run game. And they're using their running backs in the passing game as well,
0: which I think is a huge benefit to Aaron yep. Rodgers. Instead of always going for the big play, he does have that ability to dump it off, and I think he's utilizing that as a as a
1: as a you know, a safety valve more. He for sure is. And maybe when Devonta Adams comes comes back, Aaron Jones gets a little less involved in the receiving game, but Oh, he's just so good, and I love him. Every time he touches the ball, he makes something happen. And Aaron Rodgers loves him. That's also a big part of that. Uh, I remember two seasons ago, we thought the touchdowns and the yards had to slow down with Todd Gurley, and it never did. So maybe we could just be excited about something for once. He's been killing it. I want him. I want to own him.
0: Yeah, and honestly, honorary, honorable mention to Jamal Williams, who has Mm -hmm. also been absolutely killing it. And I think this is sort of a product of the run game. And it makes you wonder, my bitter self, what would happen if they ran Derrick Henry the way that they are running Aaron Jones right
1: now? Well, isn't Derrick Henry getting more carries than Aaron Jones? Yeah, he's on pace for 300,
0: just like I predicted. Then what are you talking
1: about? If I'm they're just, running... No, I'm
0: saying in 2018.
1: Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Um, but what I was going to say about Jamal Williams is that If you have Aaron Jones, you need to go get Jamal Williams. Yeah. He's probably owned. If he's not owned, then, oh, goodness. Yeah. Then that has to be your first priority pickup. I don't even care. But Jamal Williams, you have to go see what his cost is. Yeah. Obviously, if he's outrageous, you can't pay for that. But I would pay up for him because Aaron Jones is injury prone. If he goes down, Jamal Williams will fit this role. And you can start both. We've seen it now multiple weeks. You can start both if you need to. Yeah. Jamal I actually, Williams. I picked Jamal Williams up a
0: basketball in a best league, and I think it's been the last three weeks. He's been in my active lineup for best, best matches because he's been running the ball well. He's been involved in the
1: passing game, too. Yes. I sold Carrion Johnson, Dante oh, Pettis, and a okay. 2022nd for Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams because I don't want Aaron Jones in Dynasty without Jamal Williams. And. T.Y. Hilton. This was two weeks ago before the That's carry-on disgusting. Johnson
0: injury. Get and that trade out of my face. Damn, it saved
1: my it Saved, saved my your us. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm one of the best in the league. So, boo-rah. 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 It's boo ya. Boo-rah. It's <laughs> boo ya. No, I know. <laughs> oh I'm. G- is it, isn't there that gif where she's like, boo-rah? No. No? Buy or sell Michelle. Okay. I'm selling. Yeah, you should probably sell me off this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants me here anymore. Next up, though, uh, actually the second running back on the week, Tevin Coleman, uh, giving you 37 points and half PPR. That's only half PPR. Um, (laughs) What a joke. What a loser. Uh, Most of that actually came from four touchdowns. I mean, he also did get a lot of yards, but four touchdowns, Tevin Coleman. He was hyper-efficient. Man, that's what he was, because he only had 11 rushing attempts, two targets. What are you doing with Tevin Coleman moving forward? I will say I'm not buying him after this week. Nope.
0: Nope. But if I have him, I'm holding. Are you? I am. I'm opposite of you. I'm selling hard. He was actually, I highlighted him on my trade targets column as a target a couple of weeks ago. And that is mostly because he is a product in the Kyle Hanischick. Hannah Shan, <laughs> we're
1: we're uh, we're one beer in, and I feel like we're already a disaster.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I live my life in the disastrous state, but my my tendency towards a player like Tevin Coleman is that he is seeing the majority of the snaps in the 49ers rushing system. Is they he? run the ball. He is. Yeah, he has seen in the last few weeks. Um, 56% of snaps, 66% of snaps. Saw just 48 yesterday. Apparently, he didn't need more than that because he was running ragged.
1: A lot of that probably had to do with them winning, you know, 51-13. Yeah, what, why would you put
0: your guy out yeah. there? He's Since coming back from the ankle injury, he's actually been very efficient. Um, he's been on pace for some mad yardage and mad carries. Um, since returning from the ankle injury, the first game he saw just 16 carries, but since that time... Um, in his four games, he's had 65 carries. That's 16 carries per game, um, averaging 4.75 yards per attempt, which does include his 9.55 yards per attempt yesterday. But guess what? He's had five touchdowns. since that. It, it doesn't matter how many touches you get in the system. I did he's say. He's the lead
1: back. I, he, I did say before the season started that I think Tevin Coleman's going to be the goal line back because he was used that way in Atlanta with Shanahan, even when Devonta Freeman was there. But I, if I can sell him, I'm not selling him low, but if I can sell him off this game for a guy that's a little bit more reliable that I know he doesn't have to split the backfield, I would go do that. Because before today, he's never been over 100 yards total. He had that 197-yard gain, and that's really it. Besides that, he wasn't really doing much else at all. The Here's what I nice. would do.
0: Here's what I would do. If I could package tevin coleman Mm -hmm. with a guy like marlon mack to go get a dalvin cook is that possible if the dalvin cook owner's stupid yeah
1: okay how about (laughs) for nick chubb yeah uh, nick chubb hasn't been like yesterday he looked awesome awesome and i think he only ended up with like 11 points the two fumbles really hurt him you're relying on rushing touchdowns there holy
0: crap he was Bulldozing through the Patriots defensive line. Like Which is it was really nothing. hard to do. I would just I would look to see what you can get for him. That's all I'm saying. I think that's fair. If I could package him for an upgrade at running back to one of the elite guys, like a Nick Chubb, hundred percent. I'm I'm fully on board with that. But on the whole, I think you've got a solid
1: RB two rest of the season. You might be able to go with Tevin Coleman and try to go get Nick Chubb because Nick Chubb A his numbers look great, but he hasn't been killing it for you in fantasy. People are scared about Kareem Hunt coming back. I think you might be able to just go. This might and be see a perfect if, time. Yeah go, yeah, go try it out. Next up, Latavius Murray, running back three on the week. I did say he was going to be a top five running back. It's you did. Fine. You killed it. It's fine. This dude is so good. If he was just on this team without Chimera, um he would be forever a top five running back.
0: Or if he was utilized in a similar manner to Mark Ingram, which yeah. they're... There is really no reason not to. He is a capable pass
1: catcher. Now that they saw him and now that Kamara's been banged up because of his usage... It's going to be hard to close Pandora's box on this one. Yeah, maybe they will use him more. And he's not going to be putting up these games because he won't get the volume like we've been seeing. But he could be used. Um, What I'm doing with him here, because he had another monster game, I mean... Woo-wee. This is two weeks in a row where he's just been a boss. 21 carries, 102 yards, one touchdown, then 12 targets. 12 targets, my nine oh receptions, my. 55 yards, and a touchdown. In this week, you got a running back and a wide receiver. A top 10 wide receiver, top 10 running back, right? Maybe not top 10 wide receiver, but you get you get my point. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was awesome, and last week he did that same thing for you. Now they have a bye. And then Camara is probably coming back. So, what would you want to do with him?
0: I'm selling him if I can. I do think that he, if I'm the
1: Camara owner, I'm gonna pay up. That's what I'm saying. Like you gotta go to the Camara owner and see what they'll give you. One bad
0: play, one target to that ankle,
1: and he's probably out the rest of the season. You gotta see. You gotta see what you can get for him. To the Camaro owner. He's probably the only one that's going to be, he or she, sorry, is probably ahead, the Michelle, only one willing to you. buy Murray. Because, I mean, most people realize that Camara's going to come back. Obviously, if you can trick someone into buying him thinking he's going to keep putting up 33 points. Which game, I don't do recommend.
0: Don't, no. don't take advantage yeah, of people. Yeah, don't take
1: advantage. Uh, but, yeah, I would go see what the, I try to go give the person I was playing against, right? I'm playing against this person. He has Camara before the game this week. It would have killed me. I would have lost. Shout out trying... Alex, if
0: you're listening. No,
1: it was Malcolm. Oh. I was trying to give him, he owns Camara, trying to give him Murray and Watkins, Sammy Watkins. And I want Keenan Allen back. Uh, and he laughed at me. kind of. <laughs> he did kind of laugh at me. And I just said, well, I thought you'd want to own Murray cause you have Camara and sorry. Keenan Allen has not been doing anything. Well, luckily, he did not accept that because I just kicked his butt with Latavius Murray. Oh,
0: you're playing him this week. Yes. That's That's that's, awesome. Yeah. Glad you did not make that trade. I think that's that's the main person that is going to be willing to pay up. If you're the Camara owner, what are you willing to pay for a guy like Latavius Murray, who is probably one of the most valuable handcuffs in fantasy right now?
1: I'm hoping to give a wide receiver. It just seems so much easier to replace wide receivers. So if you could go give a Keenan Allen, because he still has a name price, not giving up Keenan Allen straight up for Latavius Murray because you're really just owning him for insurance at this point. But if you can get Latavius Murray and a, a different wide receiver and give them Keenan Allen, who has not been producing, who's dealing with injuries, I, I would do that. I okay. would do that. Um, but yeah, I would really like to just give a wide receiver away. And not another running back that you're counting on. We don't know that that's realistic. But go, like, hopefully, maybe this, you had Jamal Williams and the other team who has the Murray has Aaron Jones. That would just be perfection if you could just trade Jamal that's Williams. Just a with that's, that's, that's a, a dream. That's a dream trade scenario. But you never know. That would be amazing and go make that trade. Yeah,
0: seriously. All right, next up, we've got David Montgomery finally. Had the breakout game, 27 carries, 135 yards, a touchdown, five targets, four receptions, 12 yards. (laughs) But like, hey, this is the game that we've been waiting for. This is why you drafted him in the fourth round. You might not
1: have even played. You probably didn't play him this week, right? What do you do with David Montgomery? So we did say before this week, if you can't play David Montgomery, the guy you've been stashing all year, against the Chargers, then you're never going to be able to play him. So, he was a startable guy this week because of the matchup. The Chargers are truly bad against the run. And David Montgomery got the carries finally. And that's what we were hoping for. Uh, so, you may not have started him, but you're glad to see what can happen when he gets the carry count, right? Yeah. Even though we did see him get 21 carries a few weeks ago, but that was against the Minnesota defense. I'm not going to hold that too much against him. I don't really know what I want to do with David Montgomery. I'm selling. I have no,
0: no question in my mind. I am selling this dude so hard. He's, he's in my garage sale. He's my highlight item. And I plan to trick you with my banging price tag. Cause you know what? I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I don't trust Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy thinks he's so much smarter than the rest of the world. And guess what, dude? You're not winning football games.
1: Yeah, and he even like in this game, so would they funny. score? Would they score 16 points? Ooh. You're not going to get too many goal line opportunities for David Montgomery. Trubisky is just truly, truly that bad. And he's might... Trubadsky. Oh, I
0: like it. Trubadsky. Mitch Trubadsky. Did you get that from anywhere or is that made up? No, that's all me.
1: Wow, That's nice. all me, baby. Like they are it.
0: three and four. Matt and Nagy, you are not smarter than everybody else in the world.
1: What I do like is that they're three and four. So... Why? There's no possibility they start trying to get cute with Mike Davis again. They need to see what they have in David Montgomery. They're going to start playing the younger guys. That's just... That's what what you
0: would have thought, though, from the get-go. And then you, you got tricked last time, right? So last time David Montgomery saw more than 20 carries, he came out the following week to have, let's see... 11, then two carries, yeah. you cannot trust Matt Nagy to run the football. I
1: don't hate selling David Montgomery. He's I think, not an idiot. Wait, he knows <laughs> to
0: run the football. I am so sick. Matt
1: Nagy, this dude is ruining my life. I do think this is a, probably a smart time to sell him. I really do. He finally had a good game. It's what we've been waiting for. It was against a really good matchup. Like The Chargers are just so bad against the run. So, yes, you should probably sell him because against even just mediocre average run defenses, they're not not—they're just not doing it. And next up, they have the Eagles, which he's nope. not going to do anything against the Eagles. Stop it. After that, the Detroit Rams, maybe, possibly. I'm fine with selling him if someone wants to give me something for him. David Montgomery. Oh, stop. Those are two great ones. You did a good job. All Thank right. you. Miles Sanders, the other rookie. Bye. That has been disappointing. I'll uh, see you later. To Sanders, too. Yeah. Yeah. If you can sell him, if someone's only looking at the box score, looking at the yards and the touchdowns, sell him so fast. He had three rushing attempts. Three. Three rushing attempts. And that is the second time in three games he's had three rushing attempts. Do you know how many offensive snaps he had? Uh, well, I see it right here, so I'm cheating. 13. 18. He did that. I see 18. Are no. you looking at the eight wrong? No.
0: Eighteen percent of offensive snaps. Oh, 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 he was only in on thirteen plays gotcha. this week. You can't trust Miles Sanders. When I see efficiency like the numbers that Miles Sanders has put up among running backs with at least ten targets, he ranks number one in yards per route run. Guess why? He's not running a lot of routes. Yeah, like he's just not doing much with the football. He hasn't seen more than ten carries since week
1: four yeah it's been a long time and that was 11 carries the most he's ever had is 13 carries that was all the way in week three jordan howard is their guy jordan howard looked just as good
0: i would not be surprised if jordan howard is resigned to ruin all of our lives (laughs) i am on a tirade today i'm sick of these people playing with my hearts i sold both of my shares of david montgomery and miles sanders before the season and i'm so glad sanders
1: is a sell for sure you gotta see you later You gotta go see if you can sell Miles Sanders for sure because the 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 volume's just not there, and you can never count on that type of volume. He sang it, girl. The thing is, he had seventy four yards. He broke off a sixty five yard run, so (laughs) he had really nine yards. And again, it was three. I guess he had nine yards off of two attempts. That's pretty decent. But come on, go sell him if you can. If to someone that's not paying attention, sell it to
0: somebody who's been waiting for the breakout game. You know, you know your league mates. There's you know a truth. are out there. You know who is, sell them to the Eagles fan because they're gonna see this game and hopefully they weren't paying too much attention and they're just hyped that Miles Sanders had a good game.
1: And also the thing is like you can't you can't throw on Buffalo so but you can run so that's what they decided to do and he still only had three attempts so I I don't know I was shocked when I saw he had three attempts I was literally shocked we were watching the game it seemed like he had more than that he did not. Uh, next up, we're getting away from running backs here. We're moving on to wide receivers. Our boy from Cleveland, OBJ. Odell. What do you do with Odell? He had seven targets, five receptions, 52 yards, zero touchdowns. Didn't kill you, I guess, especially in PPR. Odell breaking my rosters. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do with OBJ. If they get Trent Williams, cool. Like that's going to make everybody better. It's going to give baker some time he to can't wait. make a play obj get can't get like he doesn't have time to get open like it takes wide receivers a second to run a route and get open yeah and then baker is already running for his life by the time obj evens halfway through his route it's hard but then his upcoming schedule it doesn't get any better man it goes denver which are really good against wide receiver ones the buffalo bills secondary's dominant pittsburgh was actually pretty good you know, secondary, randomly, now that we got Minka Fitzpatrick. Miami, beautiful. Pittsburgh again. Yikes. It clears up a little bit at the end of the season, but like, can you really hold him through these next three or what, whatever weeks? My issue with OBJ right
0: now is what is anyone going to pay for him? I paid up for him in Dynasty. I bought him at a discount. But in a redraft league, what are you going to be able to sell OBJ for? Like, I, I don't – what are you going to get for him? Uh-huh. What would you really – if you're the OBJ owner – what would you realistically expect your offer to be? Cortland Sutton?
1: That's I would rather, I would rather the Cortland record. Sutton. No yeah. way. I'm thinking about, I'd rather Robbie Anderson because of his upcoming schedule. Robbie Anderson might not be there much longer. Well, he trade only has until tomorrow. To trade deadline is
0: tomorrow. And I would say that Robbie Anderson has probably been talked about more than any wide receiver that I can think of as
1: far as trade rumors. Go see if you can use OBJ's name to trade for DJ Shark. The name might work. The name might work. People always think it will get better. It will get better. It's the name. It will get better. He has been great.
0: And if they can trade for an offensive lineman, sure, it might get better. But I agree. I think this season, it's been been tough to own OBJ. You did see one flash in the pan of OBJ's former production. But, again, my issue is just what are you going to get for him? Speaking of Robbie Anderson – you can't ask for a better upcoming schedule against Miami, Giants, Washington,
1: Oakland. Is
0: there still
1: a trade window
0: open? He only had forty three yards this week.
1: Absolutely, he hasn't been doing anything. With Sam Darnold back, New York Giant, New York Jets look like a trash can. They look so bad. We'd both bet on the Jets to Shh. cover against uh, Jacksonville. I thought. I thought they would win, let alone... Like, Speaking we were of, like, we have a
0: joint bank account. We could have just put those two bets together. Yeah,
1: six and a half points they were getting. And I was like, well, this is the easiest bet of the week. Nope. And wow, the Jets look so bad. Sam Darnold looks so bad. Not
0: what I expected
1: at all. But but the schedule couldn't be Easier for the Jets. Everyone wants to make fun of New England's beginning schedule. Well, guess what? The Jets are coming right into that exact same schedule. Like you just said, Miami, Giants, Washington, Oakland, Cincy, Miami. Come on, those are the next six weeks. Trade forum. That's the rest of your. That's the rest of your regular season right there. Plus, yeah. uh, plus a playoff game against Miami for uh, fantasy. Anderson has easy
0: wide receiver upside. I'm going for to me. buy him.
1: I'm going to buy him. Like yeah. he's so cheap right now. He hasn't been doing anything. I would go buy him. For sure.
0: He was the, I believe, wide receiver five in that four-game stretch after Sam Darnold returned from injury last year. Give me all of the
1: Robbie Anderson. Same about- thing with Le'Veon Bell. We didn't bring him up. We've been yeah. bringing him up the last couple weeks. We did say he had two hard matchups to go. That was two weeks ago against Patriots, this week against Jacksonville, but he has the same schedule. So yeah, anyone really on the Jets. Terry, Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. Jinx. Next up. He had a pretty disappointing week. He had a disappointing week last week as well against New England, which was expected this week. Oh, no, last week was against San Fran. The week before that was New England, right? Yeah. And then what was this week? Um, another hard matchup. Vikings. The Vikings, yep. So three hard matchups in a row. He's been disappointing. Six targets, four receptions, 39 yards, zero touchdowns. What are you doing with Terry McLaurin? I'm,
0: I'm comfortable buying Terry McLaurin. You get the Bills this week, but then you get the Jets, Detroit, It depends on Darius Slay's um, availability. He does have the hamstring injury. Carolina, not the best matchup. But again, he's been one of those guys that you don't need a a great matchup for him to be at least not killing you. He's not getting zero yards. He's getting four receptions, 39 yards, and that's a bad game for him.
1: Well, because that's a bad game. I mean, that's just straight up a bad game.
0: That's straight up a bad game, but I'm saying you're in in PPR leagues. You've got almost eight points. But you have to
1: think everyone in PPR leagues (laughs) – is getting those type of points, right? So, like, you can't really say... But they say, don't all have the upside of Terry McLaurin. Oh, yeah. So my thing with Terry McLaurin is I'm not trading for him this week. And I'm not selling him away this week either. He's at his low. Uh, he's playing the Bills. Wait a out Like, he's going to be have another really I bad would, game. I would trade for him next week. Yeah, he's going to have another really bad game. He might be dropped next week in redraft leagues. I mean, this would be four bad games in a row. He's a rookie. Nobody has that much, you know... Stocking. No one. No one drafted him. So yeah. it's not like they're holding onto their f- first, fifth-round pick or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He might be dropped after next week, or he's going to have incredibly low value. And his two playoff games, right? Week yeah. 15 and 16, Philly and the Giants. Whew! Gotta love that. Yeah. Love it. Robert Woods up next. <sighs> two targets. Two receptions. 36 yards zero touchdowns again he's another guy what are you going to sell him for you might this is so I was going to ask I don't you're not going to be able to sell him is he droppable he has zero receptions receiving touchdowns on the year right on the season no receiving touchdowns he has had a, a rushing touchdown or maybe even two there is he droppable I mean it's now been five out of eight weeks so far that he said less than 50 yards <laughs> if you're not he getting betrayed. touchdowns Yikes. If you could trade Robert Woods for Terry McLaurin, straight up, would you do it? Absolutely. I would want Terry McLaurin. Okay. Robert Woods, like,
0: what are you going to do with this dude? I don't know, because I don't think you can really trust the Rams offense. I, I don't really know what's going on It's with Cooper Cup's offense. It's, it's Cooper Cup. It's only Cooper Cup show, and I, I genuinely believe that this is a product of, I've said it before, I think Jared Goff is not in the most confident spot right now. What are you going to do when you're not feeling confident? You go to what you know. He knows Cooper Cup, like the back of his hand. Those two, they're a match made in heaven. They are peanut butter and jelly. They're so good. They're so good. The only good way together. Robert Woods
1: becomes something again is if Cooper Cup goes down with another injury. Nobody's rooting for that. So no. I but, think he's you wanna know why another reason I think he's droppable? He's a bye week this week. Then he plays Pittsburgh, Chicago, Baltimore. Nope. Nope. And then he has one nice game against Arizona, which yeah, that's nice. And then Seattle, Dallas. Like,
0: no. No. The interesting thing is that maybe he's one of these guys that you drop to waivers and then one of your opponents pick up, play against you, and you're like, all right, bye.
1: That's what you want. Like, that's yeah. what you want. Someone's going to pick him up, for sure. His name value. Yeah. Uh, but ugh, I'm so mad. In the beginning of the season, I had him at, like, wide receiver 39. I remember Robert Woods was so low, and I was like, Michelle, you got to figure this out and move him up. And I ended up moving up to, like, The high 20s for some reason. And I'm mad at myself. Because you were bullied. Go with your process. And I knew Robert Woods would suck this year. Whoa. All right, Larry Fitzgerald next up for targets. Two receptions, eight yards. He is droppable. Yep. He started super hot. So you feel like he's going to be good. I guess just to... They've been
0: running a lot of plays. I just... Like, it's not... Not
1: happening. Three weeks ago, he did have six receptions for 69 yards, which... That's not droppable. Like You're okay with that. That doesn't make you happy. He hasn't had a touchdown since week three. The schedule is disgusting coming up. He has the 49ers, Tampa Bay, which is nice, and then 49ers again, the Rams, pit. Like I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It, against the Saints, who are struggling a lot against the slot position, he should have had a good game, and he had two receptions for eight yards. He is not someone you can trust. I'm sure he'll have another nice game or two, but good luck picking those out. Right. Yeah. All right. Are we about to talk about your boy right here? Your wide receiver one on the season. Yeah. yeah. Mike Evans, baby. The wide receiver one in week eight. He balled out.
0: This is the second game that he's just absolutely completely destroyed your opponent if you own him. He is actually leading the NFL in air yards right now by a decent margin. The next up, uh, he's got 1,011 yards, uh, air yards. Next up, Julio Jones, 955. So he's actually got 60 more air yards than Julio Jones, which means he's being targeted far down the field. Every single target he gets is averaging 15 yards down the field. There are not wide receivers that get the target volume that he gets that sees targets
1: that deep. Yeah, he's now had a game of 15 targets, 17 targets, and 12 targets, which was yesterday, 11 receptions, 198 yards, and two touchdowns. Woo!
0: So this is the difference between Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. So Chris Godwin actually has more receiving yards than Mike Evans. Uh, There's no wide receiver, you know, uh, let's see, let's see. Chris Godwin, 705 yards right now. Mike Evans just behind of 662 yards. But the difference between these two players is that a lot of Chris Godwin's yards are coming after the catch. Yeah. Mike Evans is actually being targeted down the field. And Mike if,
1: Evans is not good after the catch. No. Like, he catches a ball and uh, someone's going to catch up to him. Yeah. Like he's just a big target. Yeah, all. he's
0: a big dude. He catches well. So when I'm looking at explosive plays, I want the guy that can just catch the bomb.
1: Yep. And there's so many people that still have that disgusting taste of zero receptions, zero yards from three weeks ago. People don't respect Mike Evans. They don't no. respect him as an upper tier wide receiver whatsoever. He's now had one, two, three, four games where he's actually just, just was great. He was a great wide receiver. Up next, Seattle, Arizona, New Orleans, Atlanta, Jacksonville, Indy, Detroit, Houston. That's the rest of his schedule. And Ow. none of those scare me. None of those scare me. Those are all, we got some really nice matchups in there with Arizona, Atlanta, and Houston. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of them are just like kind of in the middle there. Mike Evans is going to be so good. If you can go buy him because people don't respect him. If someone owns him in your league that doesn't have the correct respect for him, Go buy him. He's and not going to be cheap. He's going to be expensive, but go get this man.
0: But I still think as in terms of who in your league can be acquired that is an elite talent, I think Mike Evans is probably the cheapest elite talent that you can get yep. in the NFL as far, as far as fantasy football. In standard leagues, he is the wide receiver five. Chris Godwin's the wide receiver three, but the point
1: margin between them is just four points. OBJ and David Montgomery for Mike Evans. Easy. Do it. It, no one's probably going to accept that, but I'd go try it. Name value, David Montgomery just had a good week. I'd go yep. try it. Moving on to the tight end position, you want to know who are the top three tight end scorers this week? I bet you it's the easiest to guess for everyone. Oh,
0: Let me see. Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, and...
1: Uh, George Kittle. George Kittle. Um, not even close. Ryan Griffin, of course, of the New York Jets. Obviously. Darren Fells of Houston. Picked him up in my Dynasty League and played ja- him this week. Janu Smith of Tennessee. Of those course. those were the top three fantasy scores this week. I obviously week. had them ranked that way coming into this week. Obviously, we all did. Like you were so stupid if you couldn't get that right. Yeah. We don't even need to talk about Ryan Griffin. Who cares? You're not picking him up. Perndon will be back soon like don't worry about that Darren Fells, if I'm kind
0: of interested in Darren Fells, if you need
1: a tight end fill in whatever I'm not gonna go buy him from anyone like if someone owns him just let him own him he's gonna be inconsistent what are you gonna go sell for I mean come on you're not but I think
0: that he's definitely an interesting if he's still on your waivers I think he's a an interesting prospect he's had over 40 yards um let's see three times in the last few weeks, he's had, uh, let's see, five touchdowns in the last six games.
1: He's got some upside there, and he's in a high-powered offense. That's, that's enough about talking about Darren Fells. So nobody <laughs> cares if he's on your waivers. You need a tight end. Fine, go pick him up. I don't really care. Jonu Smith. Jonu Smith is someone I'm actually interested in, as long as Delaney Walker stays out. With Tan Hill as a quarterback, yeah. he's he's been getting you know work, seven targets this last week with six receptions 78 yards and a touchdown he did he did great he looks good out there
0: yeah the first uh first absence for Delaney Walker back in 2018 he didn't do much he's actually almost eclipsed his total yardage from 2018 which is absolutely incredible considering that Delaney Walker was out in 2018. Yeah, he hasn't it he takes, hasn't done much.
1: It takes tight ends a while, and maybe, you know. It is weird because Marcus Mariota loved Delaney Walker so much you would have thought he was targeting Johnu Smith, but some quarterbacks like different guys. So it clearly seems like Tannehill likes to target Johnu Smith. He looks good out there when he gets the ball in his hands. Now, it just all depends on how long Delaney Walker is going to be out. He's another one. I'm not going to go trade for him, but if he's on waivers, I need a tight end. I'm willing to pick him up. You should have picked him up last week. Yeah. That's your own fault. With ya. Zach Ertz, good lord. (laughs) What do we do with Zach Ertz? Because it's the Dallas Goddard Show. I enjoy the Zach Ertz one. I'm not going to lie. I got a lot of heat from Zach Ertz in the offseason. He was
0: due for regression. He He was 100%
1: due for regression, and he's seeing it. I mean, he had three points on the day, on Sunday, against the Bills, which it was a really hard matchup, so you got to give him... You know, some leeway on that. Four targets, two receptions, twenty yards, zero touchdowns. I'm trying to go sell him with the name value. Dallas Goddard is
0: available on some waivers. Yep. What do you uh, think about Dallas Goddard? Do you pick him up and start him if you're
1: needy at the tight end position? I'd rather Dallas Goddard than Darren Fells. I'll okay. say that. He had only five targets, three receptions, twenty-two yards, so he didn't do much else. Dallas Goddard or Jonu Smith, if Delaney Walker is out. If we knew Delaney Walker was going to miss multiple games, I would rather Johnny Smith. But if Delaney Walker comes back, then obviously Dallas Goddard. What if they trade Zach Ertz? They're not going to trade Zach Ertz. What if? He's a better NFL tight end right now than he is for fantasy. He's still a very good tight end. Um, the, the, he's a big part of the Eagles. They're not trading him, but Dallas Goddard did get a touchdown this last week. He now has three touchdowns on the season compared to Ertz one touchdown on the season. How many touchdowns did Ertz have at this point in the season last year? Like it felt like a million and now he only has one. Um, he has not had a game over 72 yards and that 72 yards was in week two. So yeah. And it's just getting worse every week. Every week. Since week four, 65 yards, 57 yards, 54 yards, 38 yards, 20 yards. Every week wow, it's gone wow, down. Wow, 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 wow. Um, I'm trying to sell Zach Ertz on name value. Yeah. He still has a name. If you could
0: sell Zach Ertz for a reasonable wide receiver or running back two and go pick up Dallas Goddard, would you do it?
1: I'm thinking more on... Well, yeah, I don't know if you'll be able to get a running back, but maybe a wide receiver, maybe a wide receiver too. But you need a tight end too. So you're going to have to go to a tight end needy team. And... Dallas
0: Goddard is is your tight end now.
1: All right. It's just the tight end position is so gross. I'm trying to think of a tight end I would go target. Maybe a Vance McDonald's not doing any really much worse than Zach Ertz. To be completely honest,
0: Vance McDonald is probably on your waivers.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, maybe I don't know. It depends on how many teams you have. But go to a team like that that has a lower level tight end. Go get that tight end with a wide receiver and give them Zach Ertz a name value if you can. If they're paying attention, they're probably not going to want Zach Ertz. Yeah. Um, but upcoming schedule: Chicago and New England in the next two games ouch oh chicago by that new england so have a fun next three weeks with Yum. him daniel jones moving on the quarterbacks so i just want to you talk mean about danny dimes danny dimes i want to talk about two quarterbacks here that actually played two, against each other this week daniel jones 41 attempts 322 yards four passing touchdowns what do you do with daniel jones Many people probably didn't play him this week unless they were he might desperate. Have been dropped. He's had a few rough games yep, in a row. He
0: could be on waivers. He could be on waivers. He's got a really nice playoff schedule. I wrote about him in the guys that I want to target for your championship run. Playoff schedule
1: Eagles, Dolphins, Redskins. <laughs> it's probably the Yum. nicest playoff schedule you can get. So if your team is looking good right now, go look at your quarterbacks playoff schedule, right? If you have obviously if you have a Deshaun Watson and a Lamar Jackson and a Patrick Mahomes you're not going to sit them anyways. Like, you got to just play those guys. But They're matchup proof. If you have a, a like middle-of-the-pack quarterback, go look at their playoff schedule and think, like, maybe I'd rather play Daniel Jones because matchups matter so much when you're looking at quarterbacks and you cannot get better than the Eagles, Dolphins, and Redskins. Yeah, yummy, yummy. So I would go, if he's on waivers, for sure, I would pick him up and stash him if you need that. Even if you have a quarterback, like I just mentioned, Watson Mahomes, you never know if they're going to get hurt, like Mahomes just did. So if you have that bunch spot, like even – like I would drop my wide receiver five, that you're this never going to play. And go – like you need to start thinking about the playoffs now and go stash a yeah. guy like this.
0: This is the time of the year where you need to start thinking about those matchups. You need to be prepared. You need to have your backups. You need to have your handcuffs. Mm-hmm. You need to have a backup plan for any injury that could go wrong because all it takes is like one injury to your quarterback – and literally, your whole league could go out, pick up every other quarterback on the waivers, and before you know it, you're starting... What's that Denver quarterback name? Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Allen. You're starting yeah. Brandon. Do you want to start Brandon yep. in your championship? No. So go out, pick up a Daniel Jones, because you never know. Matthew Stafford. Yep,
1: that's... Lights the... out. He has just been really good. He's been a really good fantasy quarterback this year. People forgot about Matthew Stafford. He had, had the back, back fracture. Injury, yep. I Like...
0: You can't expect him to be Matthew Stafford when he does have a back fracture, and he lost a pretty big part of his offense in Golden Tate last season when he was traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. You have to expect that that's not exactly good for his production when they played together for a decent amount of time. I think that people are sleeping on Matt Stafford still because they're... They've got that sour taste in their mouth because he
1: was everybody's favorite late round guy in 2018. Yep, and no one drafted him this year because people were scared. And he hasn't even had a run run game to like open up his passing game. They know he's going to pass, and he's still killing it. He was throwing dimes. 25 of 32 attempts. That's fabulous. 342 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, He's averaging nearly 21 fantasy points a game. That's top eight so far this season. They do have a couple rough, you know, matchups in the next, you know, they have the Bears in the next five weeks here twice, but then they have Tampa Bay in week 15. I think Matthew Stafford is an every week starter. I really do. I do too. And you know what the,
0: the thing about Matthew Stafford is that they don't have much of a run game. Now it's going to be running back by committee. They're going to need to lean on Stafford to get them through some tougher matchups. There might be just more of a a game script play where they have to throw a little bit more if they can't get the gr- ground game established. I really like Matthew Stafford, and if you're watching
1: the games, you know why. He looks good. He's he looks playing good. clean. I Maybe love if you own Matthew Stafford, that's when you go pick up Daniel Jones. Yeah. Because there is a playoff game where I'm pretty sure it's during your playoffs that Matthew Stafford would be playing as Chicago Bears. Go pick up Daniel Jones, switch him in and out when they have good matchups. Yeah, I love it. If you can do that. Uh, I think that's all for buy or sell. Uh, so I think we're saying, I don't know, like, are you buying Daniel Jones or Matthew Stafford if you don't own them? That'd I be think kind you have to
0: buy them. I think that they but will they be could dropped be on, at
1: some point. They might be on waivers. Matthew Stafford, probably not. You know who I would give up for either of these guys just to have a, a nice play or quarterback for the playoffs? Who? Miles Sanders. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I would go sell Miles Sanders. And I'm so against selling a running back for a quarterback. But Miles Sanders, I think it's okay. I'd go try it out. All right. And if you can't get it done in a trade,
0: you might need to get it done on your waiver wire. Don't quit on your waiver wire. It is only week eight. There's lots of moves to be made. Lots of guys out there that are probably going to help you in your championship right now. So um, you've got Rashad Penny. Uh, running back for the Seattle Seahawks, who just has not found a role in his offense. There's, there's just
1: a, no room for him. Yep, there's a very good chance he's been dropped. And now, what? why we're saying pick up Rashad Penny, right? Well, A, it's a handcuff for Chris Carson, but B, there's a good chance he gets traded. The thing is, the trade deadline's tomorrow. So, fortunately and unfortunately, we will know before the waivers run on Wednesday. Yeah. So, you're going to know if you want to go get him before Wednesday. But unfortunately, the rest of your league will know as well. So then it's going to be a big fight for him if he gets traded to an awesome team like Kansas City, which I'm really hoping that happens. You're it's rooting a, hard. It's a pipe dream. So Rashad Penny would be at the top of my list there, obviously, if he gets traded to a team where he can you know, get those carries. And then same thing with Kenyon Drake. We just saw him get traded to the Arizona Cardinals. That's someone – he may have been dropped, I know. Like, these people may not have been dropped, but honestly, that's just because these these managers aren't doing their jobs. Yeah. Like, these players should have been dropped. You're wasting bench spots. But now it works out for them. I like, dropped Rashad Penny to pick up all those tight ends to block you. And, <laughs> and then I picked league. up Rashad Penny and then dropped him for a stupid backup defense last week. Good. Which, Good job. So I did just say managers should be better. And I should have been better about that, but it's fine. Um, uh, look at Kenyon Drake. Uh, see if he's out there. He's going to at least be a starter this week on Thursday. I can imagine David Johnson's injury is not that great. It's someone just to hold. I don't want to play him this week, but let's see what happens. Yeah. And then Darius Geis. If you don't have an IR spot, he has to be out there unless you just have a real bad team manager. 100%. Uh, planning to play week 11. Now, that can be an honest like playoff winner.
0: Yeah. If, if he's just... actually healthy yeah. and
1: can stay healthy, he... If you just get an extra starting running back that's supposed to be dominant, like that's a steal. Go get him. Put him on your. Uh, go put him on your uh, bench. Just hold him for now. Same thing with Cream Hunt. He'll be back after the bye, or sorry, they don't have a bye this week. But uh, week ten, they'll be back. He'll yeah. be back, and he should be stashed already. Love it. So go get him. There's really, I mean, the running back waivers are dry. Mark Walton is now a starting running back for the Miami Dolphins. Yikes. He cannot be started tonight. No, no, not against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But You're probably not listening to this before this. We did tell you that before. He can't be started. No, against
0: but the, the interesting thing I think Now is, he's going to score
1: three touchdowns. Yeah. While we're there, for it, sure.
0: Well, no, Kalen Balage is obviously the goal line back yeah, there. Yeah, he is. Um, I, I think it's it's definitely going to be interesting if somebody did pick him up. They might have dropped him after this game, this Monday night game. The Steelers defense has been super dominant in the run game. They've been stopping a lot. So it, it, he's a guy that has PPR upside. He can catch the ball. I think he's absolutely worth a pickup if he's added and dropped after this week
1: or if he's just available on your waivers. I, I really like him. Um, Cole Beasley. Yeah, two guys I wanted to mention. They're pretty much the same player, but one's a lot more successful so far. One's cuter. Yeah, for sure. But one that's not so cute, Cole Beasley. Oh, I I was talking about... (laughs) You were not talking about (laughs) that. No, you were. Nobody would say Beasley's cuter than this man. Uh, But Beasley, you know, (laughs) five of his seven games so far, he scored more than 10 PPR points. None of them get you excited, you know? And, And one of those two games that he didn't get 10 PPR points, he got nine. He's just not killing you. He's not doing anything nice. He's a safe fill-in for injuries and buys. I'm not saying he's going to win you any weeks, but if you have a bunch of buys this week, there's what? There's a lot of teams on buy this week. Is there yeah. six, four, five, something like that? <laughs> I should probably know that. Yeah, we should. <laughs> it's okay. There's a lot of teams on buy this week. You might need a buy fill-in, and in a PPR league, Cole Beasley is very safe. He will get you some points. And I think that's better than throwing in someone that can get you zero points. Week 9 buys Atlanta Falcons, Cincinnati Bengals, Los Angeles Rams, New Orleans Saints. Okay, it's so only four. There's like only dramatic. four. You're bad at math. The one that I was saying is the cuter Cole Beasley, is, or you were saying, Danny Amendola. Uh, but he's actually like, I think comparing him to Cole Beasley might be mean because he's actually killing it. He did get injured for a while there, but... Uh, He's had 8 receptions in the last 2 games since he's come back healthy. 105 yards, 95 yards. Like those yeah. are his last 2 games. He doesn't score touchdowns. So you're counting on the yardage, you're counting on the receptions. He's another super safe fill-in. Like yeah. I actually think he he might be better than a fill-in, but I don't you need to own Danny Amendola and If you have a bunch of players in your lineup that are boom plays, Danny Amendola is that nice little piece that will get you 10 to 15 points, and that's what you need. But he also
0: has the upside, which I never thought we would say about Danny Amendola. He's
1: only had three games where he's truly been healthy playing in them. He's had 24 PPR points, 19 and 18. (laughs) That's... He's been actually safe. really good, and that's PPR. Yes, I get it. So half PPR, he might half in standard. He's still got yardage, but he's getting the yards. So in those three games that I just mentioned, he's had you know over ninety five yards in all those three games. So you, he can still be a safe fill in in half PPR and standard. Unlike Cole Beasley, like Cole Beasley's only that PPR safe play. Danny Amendola is all of the league scoring formats. Yeah, very agreed. safe plug in. If he's on your waivers, you should be picking him up. Um, three. Uh, three wide receivers, I'm not really interested in at all that had good games. Actually, four. Alex Erickson, like he's had two good games in a row for the Cincinnati Bengals. I still don't believe it. Uh, the thing Alden- is, Alden Tate seems to be the
0: uh, the biggest factor over the last three weeks. I know that Alex Eris- Erickson is coming down with the yards, but Alden Tate is actually leading the Bengals in air yards. He has just as many targets as Tyler Boyd over the last three weeks. He seems to be the the biggest factor there that I think can have more consistent boom games. I think he's getting more consistent opportunity. I just, I don't buy Alex Erickson yet. He was
1: undrafted in 2016. The thing is, they have a buy this week. And then AJ Green is expected to come back after the buy. So Supposedly. Alex Erickson, once AJ Green comes back, is going to be absolutely nothing. Yeah. Because he was seeing 15% of snaps, 12%, 6%. And then, yeah, the last few weeks it's gone up. It's still Tyler Boyd, Alden Tate, if you want to go crazy there. Yeah. And then AJ Green. So I don't want to waste a pickup on him. Same thing with Chris Conley. He had a nice game. He's just way too inconsistent. Um, there's actually a few more than three than I said. Hunter Renfro. Don't nope. buy into that. He's never went over for, went over thirty yards before this week, and he just broke one nice play. Like that's where all of his yardage came from. That's where the touchdown came from. Don't buy into Renfro, Josh Reynolds. He's shown us a game like this before, and then he disappears forever. Not buying into that. And then Darius Slayton. He is an exciting young player to own in Dynasty in Redraft. Yep. I'm not stashing him. I'm not doing anything with him. Yeah, but actually, it, worth a, a look at your Dynasty waivers. I've actually found him in
0: the last couple of weeks on a couple of Dynasty waivers. Oh, you did not. Yes, and I not did. not in leagues yes, with I me. Yes, I did.
1: Not in leagues you with me. Oh, no, not, yeah, not okay, in leagues with, say, with you at all. Because um, he would not have been there. No, Dynasty, go. I do have some other leagues, Michelle. Well, Dynasty, now it's too late to go pick him up because now he scored a couple touchdowns. People are going to notice him and he's going to be notice him, paying like, for him in fact
0: overpay for it. Like, yeah, what a... do you use your dynasty fat for?
1: Yeah, people just spent $100 million in Ty Johnson to get you three points.
0: Squat. Like, I, I think that this is a
1: perfect opportunity in your dynasty leagues. He but might
0: Sterling's be available. But Sterling's going to be back
1: soon. So that's why, redraft, don't worry about him. Sterling's been out for a while with that concussion. He's has to it's come a back It's his second since. concussion on the year, though. So you he... have
0: to assume that if he gets another concussion, yeah. he's
1: done. Yeah. And then maybe at that point, you go pick up Slayin. But for now, I'm not holding him, hoping that, Sterling Shepard gets a third contestant on a year, you know. Ouch. One last person I wanted to name besides Dallas Goddard, we already brought him up. Look for him, pick him up if you need a tight end. Deontay Johnson. He plays tonight, so if he has a good game, you know, people are gonna be looking to pick him up. But in the two games before Mason went down and Deontay was the starter, he had over fifty yards and a touchdown in both of those games. The first it's two weeks. The first two weeks, Deontay was not the starter, Moncrief, was. And then the third week, that's when he had 50 yards and a touchdown with Mason. The fourth week is when he had 50 yards and a touchdown with Mason. And then Mason got hurt the next week. He uh, He's very interesting to see what he can do with Mason Rudolph. He's clearly Rudolph's, like, favorite deep target. Let's see what he does tonight. Um, I could look like an idiot on this podcast when you're listening because he can go zero receptions for zero yards. We shall see, but just someone to keep an eye on. Yeah. All I right, totally guys. Agree. We are going to go run downtown and go enjoy this game. Woo hoo! Go Steelers! I'm so
0: excited, everybody. Good luck uh, with your waiver wire pickups this week. We're so excited as we continue. Don't give up on your leagues. Remember, we said if if you've got even a hurting record, if you're three and four, two and five, three and four. Whoa, that's bad. That's my math. And,
1: three and
0: five. Yeah, three and five. Uh, just don't
1: give up yet. Even and 2 and, and 6. Out. Maybe 1 and 7. you got to give up. <laughs> but, but play the spoil others. Yeah, play I love it. the spoil it. I love it. All right, guys. We will talk to you on Thursday. Yeah, give us a follow on Twitter. I'm Kate at FFBallBlast. And I'm Michelle at
0: BallBlastem. Uh, Find a, us on Patreon, baby. Yeah, patreon.com slash BallBlast. Ask us like, your questions there. Um, we do a weekly podcast where we go over every single matchup. Starts, sits, sleepers, busts. We do it all. Don't miss out on Patreon. Um, Get access to our exclusive Slack chat. Can't wait to talk to you over there. Give us those five-star reviews if you are so generous. And we'll see you on Thursday. Bye, y'all. Bye.